Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Situationships, they're all too common this day and age. But Christopher, well, she's the queen of situationships and the fairest of them all. This is Exit Interview. Hi, I'm Yue Xu. And I'm Julie Kraftchik. We are active daters turned dating sociologists, where we've spoken to thousands of daters through our podcast Dateable and have been featured in publications like, well, New York Times, CNN, Huffington Post, just to name a few, not to brag. No big deal. But today we are taking all of our learnings and we are doing a new experiment, the exit interview. And what is the exit interview? We take a person who is struggling to find a healthy relationship and we try to get to the bottom why. We do this by talking to their exes, their former flames, people maybe they've gone on one or two dates with, and what we find out for them can be brutal, but it is refreshing and it's productive. And today is no exception because we have a great dater. She's really good at getting herself into situationships, which might be all too familiar for many of you, but not so great about actually communicating what she wants out of a relationship. And what are situationships for anybody who's wondering, is that even a real word? Yeah. 
ish. It is a real word. <laughs> it's when a relationship is not formalized. Yeah, it's really anything that's ambiguous. In the start of dating, you generally don't know what's happening. But where they become almost a form of mini relationships is when you're a month, three mm-hmm. months, six months down the line, and you're like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. And I don't know about you, UA, but I feel like the times when I've had situationships, it's because I've wanted to play it cool, just see how it progresses. <laughs> but I just spend all this time agonizing over what's actually happening. And it almost it's more painful because you don't talk to the person like in a relationship when something's coming out, you actually have conversations. But in a situationship, your mindset is well, it's not serious, we should be talking about where a relationship is going. And that resentment builds and builds. And then you approach the person and confront them with a question, what are we doing here? What are we? (sighs) Yes. And that's kind of the problem is that it comes out of left field. It feels confrontational. I've done this one too many times. And the person on the receiving end is like, how come we weren't talking about this earlier? Why is this coming out the day before Valentine's Day, which is what happened to me? So it, <laughs> it catches people off guard. And what I like about our discussion here is that we can all learn from when are situationships beneficial and when are they hurting us? Yeah, I mean... I found myself in situationships long before it was a word. It was just there was no term for it. It was just this limbo state of undefinedness. And a big part of it was that, you know, I was scared of something real. I remember a friend of mine kept saying, are you sure you want a relationship? Because why would you be pursuing this person that clearly isn't giving you an actual relationship? So a lot of times we do it as a self-protection mechanism, and it's not always what we actually want. Or maybe we aren't ready for something real Mm. and it's a good fallback. Those are good learnings because some of us, our default setting is to say, I want a relationship. But being in a situationship may be a good time for you to realize maybe I'm not ready for a relationship. Maybe I don't want that. Yeah. So that brings us to our guest today. Christopher (laughs) is insanely charismatic and lovable, but despite her very best intentions, she leaves a trail of hurt feelings and broken hearts in her dating wake. We have no doubt that by the end of this conversation, you too will hail her as the queen of situationships. Please welcome Christopher. Here we are, Chris. Hello. Here we are. Do you prefer Chris or Christopher? Most people call me Chris. Okay, cool. Well, we're going to get right into it because we've been hearing so much about you. I'm sure only bad things. (laughs) Well, let's get to it. Oh, no. (laughs) No, we've heard quite good things. Don't you worry. (laughs) Okay, Chris, this is what we know about you. We know that you work as a hairdresser and at your local animal shelter in Virginia Beach. We know that you love animals. You foster lots of cats and dogs, and you are a big fan of all things outdoors. We also know that you're meshed in the Virginia Beach queer community, and you are very much a frequent fixture at many bars and clubs in the area. In your dating life, we know that you've had a rocky past, including not only one, but multiple instances of being cheated on. And because of this, you're very wary of being in a serious relationship. Instead, as you search for women to date, you prefer casual situationships. In fact, you've had so many of these that we have crowned you the queen of situationships. (laughs) However, what we don't know about you and what we are going to find out together today is this. 
Are situationships the best choice for you? Or are they pushing you farther away from what you actually want? I have a lot of healing to do. And it wouldn't Mm -hmm. be fair for the other person to jump into any kind of relationship, because it could end up being very toxic. So I stick to situationships. (laughs) And I always try to be very upfront and clear about that, because I don't want to lead anyone on. Can you expand on what you're healing from? I've had a lot of difficult partners that I've kind of didn't realize how bad it was until like later on. And my first girlfriend that I had, I found out basically a year and a half later, she had messaged me and asked to to talk to me. And she's like, don't worry, it's nothing bad. I'm like, okay, we, we can talk. Um, and then she in that conversation told me that during our relationship, she had cheated on me um, with over five different people. Mm -hmm. But my partner at the time was very, I had felt very trustworthy. Um, It kind of wasn't until after that, that Mm -hmm. I felt like there was something Mm -hmm. that was going on. But I went through about a year and a half of being told that I was wrong about that. Uh, Mm. A little gaslighting. (laughs) (laughs) And it wasn't until afterwards that I actually talked to one of my best friends and kind of told her everything that had happened in the last year or so that she was like, Chris, this, this is really bad. Mm. Like this, you know, I didn't believe it was that bad until I was talking about it and hearing myself talk about it more. Mm. It's really hard when you're in it. Like we definitely have heard Mm -hmm. stories very similar to this. I kind of took from realizing that I had stuff to heal from, from the one Mm. and made sure to remember that so that I could actually take a step back and look at myself Mm. and um, especially, especially trust issues. And so I actually feel like, oddly enough, a lot of the situationships that I've had have kind of helped with that. It's helped me trust my gut instinct, and it's helped me start to trust other people a little more. Do you think you're trustworthy? Um, I feel like I am. I think it depends on the kind of trust level that we're talking about, too. My trust issue is being able to believe what someone says and believe that they are being loyal. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, So Mm -hmm. I feel like I am trustworthy in that I am loyal. There's absolutely no way I will be, you know, unfaithful according to the rules of our relationship. Again, like I said, I try to be as upfront and honest as I can about what I am capable of providing for someone, whether that be physically or emotionally. So I feel like I can be trustworthy with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it's definitely challenging when you've been in share of bad relationships and, you know, really hoping that we can kind of get to the root of, Mm -hmm. you know, some of the things that are holding you back. Yes. (laughs) Seems like you have a lot to give to someone and we're really hoping this exit interview will help give you the confidence And see what's out there and how you can kind of regain some of that trust for the future. I would love that. (laughs) So should we go into the wonderful old flames we're calling them that we met? Sure. (laughs) Starting with the first one, we've got Sam. Now, we understand you and Sam met 
3 a.m. on Tinder. Okay, no judgment there. That's, you know, we've all been <laughs> there. Really, 3 a.m.? <laughs> she, I think she clocked right. in at 3.05. I don't know, no exact time, but she came over. You guys were kind of friends with benefits. What was it that drew you to Sam? What do you like about her? She was really, I thought she was really cool and extremely upfront. And we, I mean, we clicked a lot. We had similar interests. We connected really well. And, uh, and the sex was really good. So okay, <laughs> that helps. <laughs> Why did it end in your opinion? I'm not exactly sure. I feel it was she had started like pulling back a little. We weren't talking as, you know, dirty and everything. So I was like, okay, like you're wanting to, to push back on that. Totally fine. I'm going to respect that. And then I'd found out like a good couple, I think it was like five months later that she had ended up getting into a relationship with someone. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, oh, so that's, that's probably why. why. So I'm guessing that's why. <laughs> so why put her on your list? Yeah. Part of it was because I was kind of interested in her viewpoint of it all. And if we were going to talk about why it ended, I did want a little bit of clarity on that. Just because it was a little confusing and then finding out that there was later like a relationship mm -hmm. then wanting to know why, like why I wasn't told this, Got you, it. Know, I, you know, until it was ending. <laughs> Should we hear what Sam had to say? Sure. Let's play it back. Her personality is great. I mean, she's really hot. She's funny. She's smart. She's a smart ass. She can keep up with me with drinking. That was a, that's a big one. Was Chris upfront about what she was looking for at that time? In her profile, she clearly states that it's just for hookups and it's nothing, nothing more. So very upfront and honest. And that's what I like. So what did Friends with Benefits look like to you two? We hung out a lot at 3 a.m. because that's when I got <laughs> off work. Okay. So that worked out. But we did, we did hang out during the day. She actually met my best friend and her kids. She's still pretty involved with my best friend's kids. She got them puzzles and stuff like that. So she really loved the kids. She does everything that you would in a relationship like dating wants. Mm. She's nice. She's caring. She's just guarded. And she has her walls up severely. Mm. Honestly, this isn't really sounding like a casual situation. How are you feeling about everything at this point? By this point, Chris probably already knows that I had feelings for her because of how much we hung out and how I acted. If she doesn't know that, I'd be surprised. Honestly, I think that's why her and I stopped hanging out mm. was because I started to draw back because I didn't want to get more feelings and get hurt. But I, I wanted to have feelings, but I knew she didn't want them. She didn't want a relationship. So how did things ultimately end? I kind of ghosted Chris because I got into a relationship. So I didn't tell her. I just kind of stopped talking to her altogether. She would make a great girlfriend to anybody. Mm -hmm. She's just scared to. Yeah, no, I did not realize mm. that's... Um... Oof, I saw your mm. face drop, Lynn. <laughs> she told you that when she said that she had feelings for you. Was that something that you had no idea about? I had no idea. Really? Um, <laughs> No, I, that's, uh, that's news to me. <laughs> really? Yeah. You thought it was purely just play and casual? Yeah. I, uh, makes a little sense now. <laughs> you know, if she had expressed her feelings to you, do you think things could have gone a little differently? 
I mean, they definitely would have in the fact that I'd be like, okay, then like maybe we should not be in this mm. situationship mm. if like you need to take some time or anything, or if you like don't want to be friends, then that's totally okay too. Especially if someone's already catching feelings, I don't want them to get more in depth into them when that's not something that I could provide for them. Them having feelings is already going to hurt when, you know, we stop anything, but it's better than them getting hurt down the line. What is the most fascinating to us is that in this situationship, you do act like you're in a relationship. You give these signals that you're mm -hmm. a couple and you do these things like buying gifts for the best friend's kids. And you're still you know, holding on a little bit and being guarded. So what is your interpretation of that? I mean, I will say like, uh, it is something I normally do for most friends that mm. I have, I will, you know, get them things, but I can see how that can be interpreted as a relationship thing to do. Makes me feel really sorry for doing it. <laughs> or no, I mean you're being you're being kind and thoughtful, but it could be mixed signals. Mm -hmm. It can be seen as kind of leading someone on if I'm saying that I don't want anything, and especially if that's what they kind of do in their, yeah. um, if that's one of their love languages or anything. Did you like Sam? Did you have feelings for her? I think it was closeness feelings, like when you get closer to someone. Um, but I don't think that they were like, like leading towards relationship feelings, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But no, she's a cool person. And we connected and I thought it'd be cool to see her side of things. Mm. Well, she really liked you. And she really wanted to DTR with you. Apparently. <laughs> Did not muster up the courage to do so. But I think it's it's funny that from your side you think she slow faded but from her side it's like well if chris is not reciprocating these feelings i gotta get out somehow <laughs> there's yeah. you know there's kind of like running away from you yeah yeah and not to foreshadow too much but oh no but we, we <laughs> may see that again just saying uh, <laughs> just maybe go grab a sip of water we'll be right back Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. 
someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Okay, well, second old flame, Natalia, we'll get to her. You met also on an app and mm-hmm. on a first date, you went to a shooting range. Where she did. had a lot of fun. She fond memories of that first date. And there was a uh, there was a lot of hanging out, a lot of drinking, going out, hanging out with her friends. And then what happened? She's very nice and she is extremely mm. caring um to everyone, not just someone she's in a situation with or in a relationship with. She's really awesome to her friends too. She's just a really cool person. She's very sweet. So what ended up going wrong? She was one of my first situationships. I think part of it was that she started to have feelings Mm. for me. And we had, so we had gone over it. She had said she was wanting more of a relationship. I told her I wasn't able to provide that. So I'm like, we could still be friends. I'm totally here for that. Mm. And she had said, she's like, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm fine with it. We can, we can totally be beneficial friends. And I should have trusted my gut instinct there, but I didn't because I was trying to work on trust too. It's really, is really difficult to go from gut feeling to trust. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it's time for us to hear what she said about you then. Yeah. I love the attention she gave me when like we message, we text or call, like she didn't take long to reply back. She has a lot of style. I mean, she dresses beautiful. She high heels, dresses. She just gets attention. She's like a very beautiful lady. Like it's somebody that you want to walk to a place with. And her personality, she's always laughing, always smiling, pays attention when you talk. I mean, she's very engaging, very time flies with her. The concern is she like that with everybody. Did you ever have a conversation about exclusivity or anything like that? I never really confronted her or asked her if she was dating other people while we were going out on dates. Just that she never really asked me if I was. Were you thinking about Chris more long term? My perception, my my scare was she might not be ready for a relationship because like, I knew I was ready to be with somebody or I, I thought I was. I was like, okay, I either run and don't continue with this or I, you know, try to get to know her a little more or maybe change her perception or, you know, who knows. It sort of feels like you guys were out of sync. I think there was a lot of like miscommunication on both of our ends on the intentions um, of what we really wanted at the time. 
I mean, I, I know that when we started dating, I stopped dating other people at the time. Most of the time was out drinking. I invited her to almost everything I did, which was a lot. Uh, she will stay at my place most of the time. So, Did you meet any of Chris's friends? I never got to meet her her friends. I, I, I don't. I never got to meet any of her friends. So it was always with my friends, to my places, to my invites. So it doesn't sound like this was headed towards something lasting. I was honestly in a bad place. So I got super drunk and I don't know what switch flipped in my head, but I called her, I told her basically that she was hoeing around or hoeing around or whatever. And that, you know, that I, I couldn't do this anymore. And I just get really insecure. And from there, like, I just goes to her, like, we stopped talking. So after all of this, do you have any advice for Chris? I think that it's important to know if you're dating with intentions to, you know, be in a relationship or you're just casually dating. The other thing I'll also suggest is learn to let people take care of her. She was too strong, too independent. Um. <laughs> Sorry, processing a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this has got to be so surprising to hear some of this from some, you know, the other side. So I saw you make quite the facial expression <laughs> when <laughs> it was everything was at her place and more on her terms. Let us know what you're thinking there. So the one thing was she said that I stayed over at her place a lot, which I had only stayed at her place, I think two or three times. And it was because we had gone back to her place and it was late. So I'd spent the night, but went home the next morning. So I thought it was interesting that she interpreted that as uh, staying over a whole lot. I mean, yeah, it was she invited me to a lot of things. And I mean, I didn't really go out with my a lot of my friends during that time, which is why I didn't really invite her to hang out with my friends. What were your intentions with Natalia? I mean, our intentions were friends with benefits. And I thought that I thought that I had made that super clear. I mean, even now she uh, admitted that she knows that we weren't in a relationship because I had said that. So it was interesting hear, hearing her say that we were in a relationship. It seems like that's a recurring theme is mm. that, you know, yeah. this, the expectation is that this isn't a relationship but you are spending a ton of time with these people in a short period of time. And I know, like you said, you only were at her house a couple times, but I could see how she might think that if it's only a month, right? It's a decent amount of time being spent together. I don't know. I guess it's, I have to re rethink and revisit how others interpretation of a lot is because we only hung out five times. Okay. I personally didn't feel like that was like a whole lot in one month. That's interesting because I feel like when we talked to her, her interpretation was definitely that you were spending all this time a together. Time. So, yeah. of course, there's your side, her side, and really what happened. And everyone has different yeah. interpretations. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I think she felt like... I'm bringing Chris around with all my friends. She's doing all this yeah. stuff with me. And it seemed like talking to her that you two were hanging out all the time. And Natalia said that you were hoeing around. How did this comment make you feel in that moment? Um, I mean, it hurt a lot. While we weren't super close, I felt we were close enough. And that, I mean, we we had sex and everything. So to 
hear her say that um, I was whoring myself out was uh, really hurtful. And then she ended up leaving, leaving. And uh, I was like, this isn't, I didn't think that she would ever do something like this, which I mean, did affect my trust thing a little yeah. more. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it, it hurt a whole lot. And clearly this ended abruptly (laughs) and with a little bit of drama. Yeah. I know there's a lot to think about here. Lots of strong feelings. We're going to delve into that, but let's move on to your next flame. Mm. Mm -hmm. Deborah, your third old flame. Mm. We were actually very invested in Deborah and you'll see why. I think I know why. (laughs) You met Deborah online. Yes. She knew you were looking for something casual. You hung out every once in a while. She had feelings for you. Uh, We're starting to see this trend, you know. Let's get to Deborah then. Like, what was it that drew you to her? We had a lot of similar interests. Uh, She's extremely active and um, outdoorsy, and I enjoy doing that, like hiking and everything. I mean, we had really good conversations. And then why do you think things ended? I know why things had ended and it was that she had ended up liking me more than she thought she did and yeah did you have any feelings for her like i know again you didn't want to be in a real relationship but was it that you didn't see it with her i didn't see it with her and i think there was more miscommunication but i had said that my biggest rule, my one rule that I will never break is I will not be with someone who has cheated in the past just because of my past. And so she had told me that she had and it Mm. was a couple of years prior. And so I guess I thought, you know, with that, I was like, oh, okay, you know, the the no, Mm. I think I don't know if she had understood that and was hopeful that it would change so no like she was really cool Mm. she was a great person we had a lot of a lot of fun times but there was already like i already had it in my mind the answer is no and that's not fair for anyone you took her out of the relationship bucket for yourself yeah so let's hear from deborah let's see what she had to say going into it i was looking more to date because that's just probably more my personality-ish. I want to be more like with one person. So I guess that's kind of what I saw. And like originally, like when I first saw her, like even on Tinder, I was like, oh, she looks more genuine. So if you were wanting to date, did you ever express this to her? There was a point I said, I would see a potential or like wanting to date you. I always kind of knew or had a feeling that I liked her Mm. more than she liked me. And at that point, she said she would be open in the way of an idea to dating. But I think by the time maybe we went out to the club, um, which we ended up doing a lot, she kind of told me like she sleeps with a lot of friends. Mm. And at first I was kind of like, I mean, I'm going to say anything against him. Plus, like you can do what you want. You know, I'm not shaming. But it was not uncommon to meet someone and then find out that she slept with them also. At what point did you say, I don't want to do this anymore? (sighs) There was a time that was kind of, I guess, the first pitfall. And we're hanging out at the club. I guess more that couple type personality you have fun and it's like, okay, whether we both go out and dance with someone, we're kind of like here together. And we meet this other couple through some other friends of hers and it's fine. And I came back to Chris and she was like, hey, I'm going to go home with them. Oh. <laughs> and that point was like a, 
a punch to the gut there. And she saw it on my face. And then she's like, I can ask them if you want to come. I don't think I really wanted to, but that was kind of like the first, I guess, not warning, I guess warning sign. But the point where from that point on, I think every time I was around Chris, I was always on edge. Mm. The point that we were out somewhere together and you were going to leave me Mm. was like, oh, like, I don't even know where like friends with benefits lie at that point. I told her, explained it. I'm like, I get it. We aren't exclusive. You're dating other people, but like, can you give me a heads up if you're going to do that? You know, like we went together. How did you stop dating or doing whatever it was that you were doing? She was my plus one to my sister's wedding in Chicago. The wedding was Friday night. We flew back Saturday at like 10.30 p.m. And then we went to her house. All my stuff was at her place. And we went to the club. And (laughs) the other couple was there. The whole time kind of going there, I felt like from my view, I'm like, I just feel like she doesn't want to be with me here Mm. or like. I feel like she wants to go hook up with someone else. And then at the end of the night, she's like, hey, I'm going home with the couple. Can you let my dog go? Okay. Whatever. Like, I started crying as soon as I walked out. To me, I'm like, you, you had to know. And if you were like a friend, I guess you would have noticed, like, I liked you more. But then the fact that you also went with that couple, and you, you knew that would hurt me. Not everyone just sees sex the same way. So that definitely ended it then. Do you have any final words for Chris? Maybe if you're going to have friends with benefits, you might have to have more check-ins to make sure there's no feelings and such because it's different for other people. So I was just watching your face and there were so many (laughs) eye raises and looks of confusion. What's going on for you, Chris? (laughs) I'm trying to remember where to to start with this. Um, Now I'm trying to think. I'm trying to remember (laughs) all of it, processing it. We were trying to process this. She said she tried a DTR with you and you said you were willing to give it a chance. So what went wrong here then? The relationship talk had been um, the the day I was trying to get to the point that I could be in a relationship, but I'm still not ready for that. But I don't remember mentioning anything about all that at that point because we had, I mean, Literally right before that conversation was when we had talked about how I wasn't going to be with someone who was who had cheated yeah. in the past. I feel like she was extremely hurt by the whole couple situation. She said that I just told her mm-hmm. that I was going home with them. It was definitely a big miscommunication about that. It was like I remember she had come up to me and asked if I wanted to go with her back to my place, and that's when I had told her. So after that, I made it more of a conscious effort to not go with that mindset of if we don't have plans afterwards, that it's okay. And so that was the one mistake. The wedding thing was the other mistake. So why go with her as her plus one to the wedding if you know this is not someone that you're ever going to be with? We'll be right back after this short break. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career 
And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. So why go with her as her plus one to the wedding if you know this is not someone that you're ever going to be with? Well, so I had been invited to be the plus one prior to the whole couple thing. And with that, one, I wanted to really wear a really fancy dress. That was I had one dress I really wanted to wear. And I had mentioned that and she had said that um, she had her sister's wedding coming up. Um, and she said she was thinking about asking me to go. And so I was like, um, I was like, you know, I don't know. I asked her where it was and she said it was in Chicago and my family lives near mm-hmm. Chicago. And so I knew I'd also be able to see my dad and eat deep dish pizza, I love <laughs> <some> deep dish pizza. <laughs> but, um, I think that was a big mistake on my part. Mm, that's definitely an example of this doesn't mean as much to you as it means to them. And I think that's something we're seeing over and over again. These symbolisms in relationships of being more serious, taking it to the next stage. Like for you, they're just like, oh, it's fun to wear a dress. But for them, it means something, which is where we're seeing a disconnect. When you like someone, you start seeing things in a different way. And you start seeing (laughs) the things that you want to see. And then when you don't really like someone, you don't see these things. But what is really interesting, because this is, we're going to start talking about the themes. Everybody has something really great to say about you. First of all, they think you're beautiful. They think you're Mm -hmm. kind and thoughtful and caring. Everybody really liked you. They had feelings for Mm -hmm. you. They thought you were girlfriend material. And everybody wanted to get into a relationship with you. But then we're also hearing you're just not very good at situationships, maybe. You know, like you can get into them, but they don't end well. (laughs) The irony is that I feel like situationships are supposed to be low stakes, no drama. The whole idea is that it, you know, two people don't have feelings, but that definitely doesn't seem like what's happening. And I think you're doing it because you don't want to be hurt. But almost having this low stakes 
undefined relationship is causing a lot of ambiguity for other people too. Mm -hmm. And it's causing hurt, like whether it's Mm -hmm. the same level as your past relationships or not, it's still like all the themes here is that these haven't ended super smoothly. Someone gets upset, someone blows up, someone disappears. Mm -hmm. Like that, I'm assuming isn't really what you want either to continue to build trust that you can have a healthy relationship. Yeah. We're all for taking a break especially after difficult situations. Absolutely. Um, I think, though, the one area that we need to think about is, like, Mm -hmm. is the situationship the best path forward? Mm -hmm. Because it feels like it's not necessarily fully taking that break. A lot of times, even up front, you know that this isn't (laughs) going to be a thing. In that case, like, I think we need to ask ourselves, like, is it better to just let this go and not get into this situationship than to go into something to have it not work out ultimately. They were some of my first kind of situationships. And unfortunately, I did hurt a lot of people and it wasn't okay. Here's my interpretation is that you have people pleasing tendencies. You really want to please people. You want them to like you. So you almost go out of your way to do nice things for people. This That's not a bad thing. But in turn, it does send these mixed signals where people start having feelings for you. But what mm-hmm. is an interesting observation is that when people start having feelings for you, you run away. Yeah. And those initial actions of people pleasing are now contradicted by you running away. So mm-hmm. it it's almost an it, I think it would be a good challenge for you is that next time this happens when someone's expressing their feelings towards you or they want to you know come towards you you also walk towards them. And it's not to be inauthentic to you. I think it's more of saying I'm se- I'm sorry to sense you have feelings for me. Let's talk about it versus let's go to the club, get drunk and see what happens, which we know that it doesn't end well. That is a good point that I have to work on having boundaries for myself. And I mean, also work on the people pleasing tendencies, because I know that um, I've already I mean, I know that that can cause mixed signals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't want you to undersell yourself too. I almost feel like the situationships are underselling you. You are the queen of the situationships, but is that the (laughs) title you really want? And I almost feel like sometimes you're going for people that you don't see a future with, or you know there's nothing there because you don't want to get hurt. But would it actually, you know, be better for you to take it slower with less people? Maybe more defining actually would help with the trust issues. I did realize like with the trust thing is that while, yeah, the situationships have been, you know, a crutch with that just because I now don't have to worry about the trust issues because in my head, I know that it's not exclusive. So it doesn't matter if they do anything, but it's something that it's not helping me any further like it was before just because it's not helping me learn to trust any more than, you know, it's been up till this point. So I wanted to talk about Deborah's comment regarding your other friends. She felt like you slept with a lot of them. Do you think that's accurate? Hold tight. This exit interview will continue in just a moment. Become a part of the fast growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. 
Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. So I wanted to talk about Deborah's comment regarding your other friends. She felt like you slept with a lot of them. Do you think that's accurate? I felt like being clear in the fact that it wasn't exclusive. I thought that was coming off as that they could trust what I was saying. Well, let's dig into that. Because in the beginning, I asked, do you think you're trustworthy? And you said yes. But speaking to these three old flames... It seemed that you were giving the perception that you weren't trustworthy because there was this perception that you were constantly seeing other people. So I'm going to flip that back to you, Chris, and say, can people trust you in the way that you want to trust them? And can you live that in a more authentic way versus just placing the trust on other people? I think I need to go back into into thinking about it all and everything because I thought that being open about it all was helpful in that. So think about it in this way. Maybe trust isn't about covering your own ass. So if you (laughs) think about trust as, well, I said we weren't exclusive and that we had the situationship, that kind of trust is built on, well, I'm covering my ass here. But what if trust was built on more vulnerability? And that vulnerability comes from making your inner monologue your outer monologue, saying what is mm-hmm. you, what exactly you're feeling in that moment, the fears, the insecurities. That is what builds true trust because then we get to see the inside of Chris, 
What is she really mm-hmm. thinking? I think for all these women, they felt like they had to read your mind. That's why they interpreted your actions in a totally different way than the way you intended them to be. So what if you were able to just keep communicating every step of the way? That's vulnerability. Because mm-hmm. we already know mm-hmm. about the exes creating the trust issues. Okay, how does that manifest into this current relationship? And how can you just mm-hmm. keep people updated on what's going on inside yeah. your head? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> and, you know, I think for you too, it's like, it's so hard when you've been through bad situations. Don't want to undermine that in any way. Oh, no. But it's also dangerous to be like looking for red flags all the time. And that doesn't mean that you trust someone mm-hmm. 100% on date one. Like trust does have to be earned. Yeah. But instead of looking for like all the things that they can do to not build your trust, like how can you just actively work to build trust together yeah. and have that emotional connection? I would like to get to the point of dating. I do, mm-hmm. you know, would like to to get there. And I know I'll get there at, at some point or another, um, working on trust issues, you know, especially, uh, moving forward. I know that this is not, uh, helpful <laughs> in terms of that. Um, but definitely the being more communicative about different things instead of what just I thought was being communicative. There's, um, definitely more to it than that. You guys have shown me that there's there's more to it than just what I thought needed to be communicated. <laughs> right. I do believe that you do want that deep down. And it's fear that really is getting in your way. So how can you lean into friends that aren't even sexual or people that want to invest in Chris and want to be there for Chris? Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely I mean, because it's not uh, a lot of it is the the worried about hurt. Um, myself and the other person I am um, a lot of it's for myself but I most of it is I don't like I don't want to hurt someone it is something that I need to work on looking at myself and a lot of the things I do that it's not just because I have my toxic tendencies I'm still working on trust to trust that they will still be there and still be able to talk with me through it and be communicative about you know hey I didn't like that you did this. Um, it is something that no matter if I said, you know, hey, this this hurt, can we work on this? There wasn't any communication yeah. back until it got to an extreme to where there was a fight. It's a collaborative process, right? If people enter into your life to be on your team and you can create a team together. So instead of having that me versus you, am I going to hurt you? You're going to hurt me is how can we make each other better, I guess, even Mm -hmm. if this doesn't turn into a relationship. And I think for you, what we keep hearing is you come off very secure and confident and strong, yet there are these (laughs) moments of vulnerability and you don't ask for help. Mm -hmm. So how do people know how to step in for you and show up for you if you don't ask for that? So that may be another layer to the trust and vulnerability is the courage to ask for help or or even just stepping out of your comfort zone and just trying to ask for help. Yeah. What can you learn from what happened in the past and pick accordingly and have those difficult conversations up front? And it sounds like you're having some of them, but I think you can go layers deeper. Further than that. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. there's definitely more in-depth conversations that 
should be had. And I'm through this realizing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad we're coming to all these realizations with everything you've heard today. What is the one thing, the one takeaway or one action item from this conversation? Seeing my actions and trying to remember to think about how they're coming across to them and then having that deeper communication of things Mm. versus just surface layer of what this is, having the deeper, more difficult for me conversations (laughs) as well. (laughs) Yes. Hey, that's growth, right? And then on your next date, what's one thing that you think you'll do differently? Um, well, first would be go on a date with someone that uh, I would have intentions to date instead of, you know, a situationship aspect. Yep. Um, I'd say that'd be the first. <laughs> Love it. There you go. Love it. <laughs> Best action item ever. Okay. So, Chris, at the beginning, we set out to find out if situationships were the best choice for you or if they were pushing you further away from what you want. Mm-hmm. After hearing from your past flames, what do you think? Yes. <laughs> That makes a little sense now. <laughs> that is a good point. I, yeah. We really do want you to leave feeling good that, mm-hmm. you know, you do bring a lot to the table. Apparently I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> you do. And, you know, the stuff that you're going through, this is stuff that we've seen by talking to thousands of daters also. So I don't want you to feel like you're flawed, that you're not alone in this. Like, this is very common. And we really do believe you can use this information to find that happy, healthy relationship that will feel good for you. Absolutely. I know it's out there. Mm -hmm. We'll just take time and deeper communication. (laughs) Yep. But this whole thing has been very informative and very helpful for sure. You're on your journey to love. Okay, can we stop having situationships? Because I feel like every time we talk to someone, it's not really what they want. I can tell from talking to her that deep down, she does want something more, but it's her past experiences and fear getting it her way. Yeah, that F word, fear. Fear (laughs) is at the root of all of our bad dating behavior. We are doing this as a self-protection mechanism, which I totally get. I've been there. I've done things just to protect my heart. I don't want the rejection. I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. You know, I I feel Chris, she definitely, there's a lot of hurt that she's still carrying from her exes that have cheated on her. And it's really freaking hard when you've been in that situation, not to project that on the next person. But what we've learned here is just having these undefined situationships, it doesn't mean that people aren't going to get hurt. Oh my gosh, you can kind of sense the hurt in Chris's voice when she heard all this feedback. I don't think she realized the impact that she had on people's lives. And I think situationships can be very fun in the beginning because you have attention, Mm -hmm. you have companionship, but you also have to be accountable for that other person and yourself. So I think we turn on the light switch for Chris in that category. Mm -hmm. Also on the other end of it, I think so many of our listeners can resonate with being on the receiving end of Chris's behavior. So if you find yourself in a situationship, you got to really just clearly articulate what it is you're asking for. And don't let actions Mm -hmm. make your assumptions like, oh, she came with me to my sister's wedding. She, Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, this must be serious. We must be in a relationship. 
not. I was going to say the same thing. It's just reading into these things that we believe are milestones. The way that we are isn't necessarily what other people are. Chris Mm -hmm. being like, oh, yeah, I just give gifts to all my friends' kids. Like, it's no big deal. (laughs) This is reminding me of a really bad situationship I was in. And we went to a a movie premiere that was put on by his company. And he sat me next to his dad. Now, I It was totally random that I was sat there, but the whole time I was thinking, oh my gosh, meeting the in-laws already, are we? Oh my God. He's like, no, this is just a random seating. (laughs) I I think Chris, though, will take this into account. If you really like someone, you want to find any reason that validates that, that they like you back. But we have to talk. We can't just make assumptions. I'm really excited to check back in with her and see how things have changed. Yes. Oh my gosh, so many learnings. But we're about to sign off here. Please remember to keep checking your feed for next week's exit interview with a guy who is so shy, he keeps letting love slip through his fingers. That's going to be a good one. Make sure to subscribe to Exit Interview to be the first to listen. And while you're at it, rate and leave us a review. Reviews mean everything for podcasts, so show your support. Let's keep these exit interviews rolling because our participants are learning so much, but we guarantee you all are too. In other ways to keep the discussion going, follow us on Instagram at Exit Interview Show is the handle or on Twitter at X Interview Show. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next week. Toodles. This episode was coordinated by Katia Kupalian, creative produced by Samantha Martin, and edited by Jen Jacobs. We are produced by Abigail Steckler at Little Scorpion Studios, with executive producers Yue Shu, Julie Krafchik, and Frolic Media. This is an iHeartRadio podcast. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, guys, you know what this playground could use? A wine country, huh? A redwood forest would be cool. Ski slopes! Wait! Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a 
day. Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com. The lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.